by Green Room. Green Room. First. 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 Welcome to our campfire stories. We love being here. We're waiting for Corinne to join us up on the stage as we do every week. It takes some time. Can you hear me? Hi. We can hear you. Is this working? It's working. Oh, thank goodness. I think I'm getting faster. Getting faster with my fingers. I still get really (laughs) nervous being up here by myself. No, I think you did a great job. I could hear you. No, it's not about hearing me. It's more just being front and center on the stage by myself is maybe my nightmare. I know. Well, yeah, you and I both get pretty nervous before these, which is funny because I think most of the time we're not even speaking to other people (laughs) or sharing their ghost stories. But I, this time, uh, will probably be going on mute quite a bit. One, because I have the sniffles. And two, I got so anxious 30 minutes ago that I poured myself a glass of wine. So I'm going to be sipping it. Yeah, it's a good good as you should. Because sparkling rosé. I was asked to be a bridesmaid and and I was asked with this bottle. So I can't tell you what it's called. How sweet. I don't remember. I just poured it in the glass and logged in. I I just went on a cruise. So, and it was like an all-inclusive drank every day kind of cruise. And I didn't want to drink any more this week. But now that you have a glass of wine, I want a glass of wine. I wish you could go get one right now. Who else is drinking with us? Should I... Ask Leia. Should I ask yeah, Leia to bring me a glass of wine? Eggnog, milk, seltzer. Milk? Wine. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have to be alcoholic. Just something yeah, to hold milk? on to, you know? Well, I guess I'm biased. I don't like milk. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa, I am not wearing a cast. I was never in a cast. I was in a boot. <laughs> and uh, what are they called? Why can't I even remember the name of oh, crutches? But my <laughs> toe has mostly healed. Thank you. But I did... Uh, think recently about how many times I've joked about creating an OnlyFans with feet pics and how that would have really cramped my business when I broke my toe if I did try to do that endeavor because who wants to see a purple foot? Not many people. No, not me. My mom just got got foot surgery and she's been sending our group text pictures of it. And I'm like, I don't want to see this. (sighs) It's so sick. Milk and ugly feet. Oh my gosh. Surgical feet, I guess. (laughs) Not my thing. <laughs> so Sam is drinking wine and baking cookies, which I think sounds really Ooh. amazing. But oh, no, okay, I want so cookies. so not to get off of the foot fetish conversation, <laughs> but I do have another obsession that has started, and I think most people really enjoy miniatures and watching little things and that account that does like the little tiny cooking and stuff like that. But there's a new TikTok account that I discovered uh-huh. this morning. And oh, I went deep. It is from this user. Her username is Noelle Bird, B-U-R-D. And she creates these stunning and like spooky miniatures. It will literally look like an abandoned house. Ooh. And it's so detailed that you think you're looking at an Whoa. actual picture that someone took or like a video. And then she'll put her like finger in it and you realize that it's a miniature. It's She's so... Are they baked like baked goods no 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 it's just it's just decor it's like a dollhouse essentially (gasps) oh that's really cool they're in like i wish we could just throw pictures into this chat because it is unbelievable and i feel like there's no description i can give to let you know how great it is but everyone should go look her name is noelle bird and now i'm obsessed and i definitely need to uh, i don't know if she sells them i assume she does i'm trying to buy one 
It's great. Wait, cool. Yes. The miniatures. Those are, oh, Leia's here. Hello, Leia. Leia's here. Leia's got her uh, booty facing me because Sabrina and I video each other so we can see each other and give each other hand signals, you know, like three, two, one. Mm -hmm. I'm opening the room. Here we go. Get yourself in it. Quickly so that I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, also, hi, for those of you who do not know, or if it's your first time here, this is Campfire Stories hosted by Corinne and I, Sabrina, and we're originally and still are the host of Two Girls, One Ghost podcast. And this is our fun new way to get into the zone with our listeners. I don't know. That's a weird way to say it, but it just came out of my mouth. So here I am. But in the zone, it's our new way of interacting. That's what I was looking for with all of you and hearing your ghost stories and getting to know you all personally. I mean, we already know we we're already a feel like we know you personally, but yeah. So what we do is we have you come up here and tell your ghost stories. We ask that you try to keep it to five minutes uh, just so we can get as many people up here as possible. This is all recorded and then we will post it in three weeks mm-hmm. from today on our feed of Two Girls, One Ghost podcast. Yes. And also we we said this at the end of last week's Campfire Stories episode as we were recording. Um, but if if anyone here sees something in the chat or if someone's making you feel uncomfortable, please just flag it for us. Sabrina and I are both trying to interact with you guys on stage and also keep up with the chat at the same time. But this is supposed to be a very safe space for all of us to share what we love, which is ghost stories. <laughs> so uh, if anything yes. kind of makes it less comfortable, just flag it for us and we'll take care of it. Yes. Yes. Troll and patrol. My troll dad goes patrol, troll patrol Wait, here. Fun. Yeah. Cause my dad, he had texted me last week to alert me mm-hmm. of something, which is when I texted you like, take care, take care of this as, yeah, yeah. as you were the host. So you had the power and then I have the boot. Yeah. Power. And then I told my dad over Thanksgiving, I said, can you be on troll patrol? And just text me because he's he's active in the chat. Yeah, in the so chat. He sees everything. Yeah. So Bill's the front line and then everyone else. You guys <laughs> are our support. Sam said we need a badge for that position. I think we should gift Bill with the <laughs> We should get one of those like an FBI style hat, but a troll patrol. Yeah, troll patrol. I love it. Oh, it's so good. I love it. <laughs> um, as Just as a little insight for all of you, we, Corinne and I just recorded the holiday encounters episode, which will come out in a couple of weeks. And so we are already warmed up. We are already in the spooky mood. And as a little teaser for all of you, there is very little joy and festivity and happiness in that encounters episode. It is very scary. Yeah, that was dark. We were like, oh, holiday cheer. And then everything was like darkness and shadows and demons, but on Christmas. And we're like, great. (laughs) As long as it's Christmas. Wait, oh, in this chat, Deirdre just said, hi, Kern. We met twice at the Boston area breweries. That's so funny. Remember, she was one of the oh, very first yeah. people that I ever met out and about. When you got seen. She was on a bad date the first time. So I hope Deirdre's <laughs> dates have gotten better since three years ago when we met wow, in the brewery. Yeah. If you're ever in Boston and on a bad date, call Corinne. She will be your wingman. I will run over in a ghost outfit. And then you can be like, whoa, that really spooked me. That was weird. I need to yeah. go home. I can't recover from that ghost sighting. Or or you say, this is my ghost. Um, she doesn't like you. <laughs> or what if I just have little stickers that say you've been ghosted and I just run up to the person, I put the sticker on them. And then the person who is experiencing the bad day can just walk away. You've been ghosted. Oh, 
that's although fun. I feel like that's really mean and dramatic and I don't want to hurt people it is feelings. it is a little bit mean I kind of prefer the version where you pretend to be a ghost and convince the bad date that you are a ghost yes yeah and then they're just gonna be like oh god I hate yeah. being in public look at all these weirdos approaching us and we'll just be me yeah. but we're here to support you guys and you're here to support yeah. us and each other <laughs> by telling us yes. ghost stories ghost stories um so we are going to bring someone up in just a second also keep in mind if you do not get picked for tonight's show we are going to do this every single week so please come back but also you can email us your ghost stories to two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com and we will try to read them on the podcast as well as invite you up here in the future so i mean double the chances so you may as well try it try both but for now we are going to bring up london cool name as London's coming on stage, Zoe made a suggestion that I like. TP, Troll Patrol, is the safe word. So if you see something, just flag it. Just say TP and then let us know. Mm, TP. In all caps. Yeah. TP. Okay. London, can you hear us? London, you are on stage. Hi. <gasps> Hi, London. Hello. <laughs> can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have hair envy in your picture. Thank you. So pretty. I'm going to dye my hair that color now. We're going to be matching. (laughs) So um, my story is from, I went on a trip to Snowshoe Mountain in West Virginia back in like 2016. And um, I went with an ex, an ex-boyfriend. And the trip itself was like pretty miserable, but I kind of like wrote it down just in case you guys ever picked me to read so that I would have Almost like a script. Oh, I love um, this. You came prepared. I love it. So prepared. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Um, back in 2016, we went on this like ski vacation with my boyfriend at the time and his family. And um, during the trip, I found out that I absolutely hate skiing. I mean, I went to Snowshoe Mountain in West Virginia. Like <laughs> the snow was crappy. It's not real snow. It's like snow that they grind and put on the mountain. So... Um, maybe I'd like well, and it. all of the East Coast is like ice. Anyway, yeah, so, so it's, hard. it's hard. It made it made my legs hurt so bad. It was too much of a workout. I'm just not a fan. And I know all those people who like absolutely <laughs> love skiing and snowboarding are going to come for me. But like, I'll stay out of your way. I'll drink my $14 <laughs> hot chocolate from the resort and chill there. But um, I live in Orlando, Florida, so it was a pretty decent drive, and we drove with his family and a full car. Um, and I get really car sick. So I took, you know, motion sickness medicine and tried to sleep it off in the car. And everybody's attitude was just kind of mm-hmm. like, like they were angry that I was sleeping. And I'm like, people, would you rather me like be a little drowsy and a little grumpy or like be puking in a bucket for the eight hours that were in the car? Like cut me some <laughs> slack. So yeah, this all just goes to explain <laughs> why it wasn't really a vacation because we ended up paying like a buttload of money to like split a room with his mom and his dad and his family. And then we were like sleeping on a pullout couch in the living room. And any of you who have slept on a pullout couch know it's like it's a plus for your back. Um, so we checked <laughs> in. Yeah, you're not going to be able to. Turn exactly. Your head and, and plus we were skiing. I'm like, my body is exhausted. And then you want me to sleep on this cardboard with a blanket like I'm not going to be in a good mood. I'm sorry. I just can't. <laughs> so we um, checked into the room and I got just like weird vibes. Like it was very dark. It wasn't dark outside, but like the room just felt dark and it felt dingy. And I'm 
pretty in tune with like the spiritual world and things like that. Like my mom's grand, my mom's mother, um, Mm -hmm. they always said she was like a little bit of a psychic. Like she would tell the kids like, oh, you don't need to go out and do this tonight. Cause like, you know, something's going to happen. Someone's going to get hurt. And then almost every time, like something would happen or, you know, something would happen. And my mom would say like, oh, wow, I'm really glad that I didn't go out and I listened to my mom. So I've always felt like I've had like a little bit more, Wow, I guess, connection with the spiritual side. Like both of my grandparents, my grandmother specifically Mm -hmm. have had like experiences and have shared that with us. But um, like I said, we came in and it was just weird vibes. Like everything felt really dull and like none of the lights would work the way they were supposed to at this like really expensive resort. So you would kind of have to like fiddle with the switches in order to get them to turn on and off. But um, we did the ski thing and we ate dinner and at the end of our first day, we were all pretty tired because we had drove the whole day before and then skied first thing in the morning. And then, you know, we were all pretty tired. So um, I went to bed on the luxury pullout and um, finally we fall asleep. His parents were being super loud, but like we were tired. <laughs> so everybody went to bed about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And then at midnight, I woke up and the lights in the kitchen were on. So I assumed that like someone got up and just forgot to turn them off. And then um, I turned them, I got up, turned them off, went to the bathroom, got back to sleep. And then I woke up again around three o'clock and I wasn't really paying attention to what time it was until after, but um, the room was lit up, but it wasn't like any of the lights were on again. It was like a really dark, deep, like orangish color, almost like a sunset, but it, or a sunrise, but like it, you looked outside and it was still dark outside and Ooh. almost. Yeah. So and it was, room was creepy. Glowing. So I, Ew, I thought that my eyes like were this. just messed up. Um, but like as clear as day, I see this preteen girl walk across from the dining area and she's in full like ski gear, like boots, pants, jacket, everything. And like, what? she's looking at me and she's walking across the room and then she just disappears into the wall. And literally, same. So oh. then I, I'm i like sitting there blinking, like, what the heck just happened? Did I really just see that? And like, as I'm sitting there staring at where she's disappeared into the wall, the room is like going back to dark with like the light of the TV. Um, so I'm just blinking. And I tried to wake up my boyfriend, but he was asleep and he wouldn't wake up. So I like sat there and I was pretty scared for a good like five minutes. And then I got up and I was going to move him over and sleep on his side of the pullout couch because obviously like the spooky shit can't get you <laughs> if you're on the other side, right? Like he's the one in between me and what just happened. Um, So I get up and as I'm like, you know, I'm kind of just crawling over him and the lamp on the table next to my side of the bed clicked on. And then like, I, you know, I like broke my neck almost going to look at it. And then it just turned off. Oh no. Oh, that's so Yeah, it, it was like so fast. It was like, click, I turned my head and then it clicked back off. So then obviously at that point, I'm like shaking him and I'm like, get up right now. I'm scared. I saw a ghost. The light clicked on. We have to leave. And he is like half asleep. He's like, just please, you're being crazy. You're overtired. Go back to sleep. You're probably just dreaming. Um, so eventually I'm just like, you know, zoning out, looking at the TV. I'm, I didn't feel like terrified, terrified, but I was just like, am I crazy? did this all just happen? No, you're um, not crazy. So eventually I fell back asleep. And the next morning, like I told his mom what I had saw and she was just like, Oh my God, wow, that's so crazy. And 
we stayed two more nights and I didn't have any other like experiences or weird shit. And like the vibe kind of went away and like, we were all like, you know, we drink wine, everybody would play a card game. Then we would like go to sleep and like nobody, I wasn't really scared anymore. Um, Hmm. But then when we got back to Florida, I just, you know, I was sitting here thinking about it and I was like, I wonder like what I saw. So I just Googled like, um west virginia i love this yeah i just googled like snowshoe mountain skiing accident young girl or like snowshoe mountain young girl death and i found an article that was about um a girl i'm only gonna say her first name her name's layla and she was 12 she got into a ski accident during spring break of 2009 while her family was on vacation at Snowshoe Mountain and she was airlifted off of the mountain and she passed away in a a nearby hospital like the morning after the accident. Incredibly sad. Um, sad. But I searched for her mom on Facebook and I found um, her name from the article that I read online and I found a picture of her and it it was her. Like I saw her. So... Yeah. Wow. You fully slew. I did. Well, and honestly, like I kind of forgot about it until I got home and like I was sitting, I think I was just sitting on the couch, like chilling. It was probably like weeks, months later. And I'm, I'm just like, oh my God, I I forgot that I saw that little girl. Like it was almost like it was like traumatic enough that I just like blocked it. But I, I just Googled it and I was like, let me see if I can find her mom's name. And then I pulled her mom up on Facebook and there was like pictures of them as a family and, um, comments like, always remember the beautiful smile she's missed so dearly all of this and it like I look at the picture and I'm literally I have chills I have it pulled up in my email right now but um that's what I said I like I I came home and I said like a little you know everything is okay like you are loved you're missed but please like go into the light get off the mountain like go somewhere that you wouldn't have to ski all the time because it sucks but like yeah like she's she's literally like it's like 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 does she does she just relive everything that happened every single time like oh i hope not yeah like is she stuck in this sort of loop yeah not understanding exactly what's going on yeah i just you know kind of like put the vibe out there i'm like you know you're loved and you're missed but please like go into the light don't don't stay on that mountain forever but yeah it was wild she i pulled up the picture and i literally like started crying the day that i found it because it was, I saw the 12 year old girl and then I sleuthed and I found her picture oh and yeah, it was her. It was wild. It is wild. I mean, like the first time you're telling the story, like without hearing the part about who it was and everything, it's scary. I mean, you woke up and especially the orange light in combination with seeing this girl walk through the room where yeah. she shouldn't be. It is unsettling and scary. And then to find, to, to find out who the spirit is, which is something that I feel like never happens. Yeah, it, it one makes you feel better about the situation, but also it's kind of heartbreaking and sad to think that she's stuck there. Exactly. So, you know, like I, but yeah, it was wild. Like I was not expecting yeah, anything. I I, if anything, I was expecting like someone died in like 1989 on that property, like not 2009. Right, right. Like it feels so recent. Yeah. Oh yeah. The glowing, the glowing light though, the fact that it's this orange, it just reminds me of I mean, it's a warm color. It's warmth. And I just almost am attributing that with something positive. Maybe it's because of her age. Maybe she's being protected. Maybe it like represents her innocence or something. But at least it's it's something... I I just like the thought that like there's some warm energy around her that's following her. So hopefully it's not this 
if it is an active haunting and it's not this like residual stain from mm-hmm. the tragic event yeah. that happened, I would like to think that she has some sort of like warmth and positivity surrounding her on that mountain. Yeah. My, just to add one more thing, my grandma who has like experienced, you know, like she says that she sees her dead husband like coming to visit her in the nighttime sometimes. But I do remember her telling us a story that like we went on vacation to the beach one year and it was a condo that we stayed in every single year. But she said that she saw like a man standing in the corner of the room that she stayed in at the beach. And he had like an orangish tint glow around him. And he, she said he looked like a surfer guy. Maybe he Hmm. passed away like at the beach or, you know, some kind of accident, but she specifically told me, which I remember after telling her my story with um, Layla, that like it's that the orangish glow almost and maybe that was something that I was imagining because I'd heard it before, but, or, or what maybe, if you have this, the talents and abilities your great, your grandmother has, and you can like sense say. the auras of spirits. And so you would know when it's good and when it's Yeah. Not. Well, what does an orange aura mean? It, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Somebody, somebody, somebody Google, Google it. it. Yeah, somebody right? <laughs> Tell us in the chat. Olga London, are you by, perchance by a waterfall? No. Oh, it's my husband's fish tank. Don't even get me started. Oh, <laughs> I was like, it could be like a creepy, so like sorry. running water tank, like <laughs> like you're in a well. I don't know. <laughs> or even laughing. Oh, oh my god! Campfire story. I did. I did text Corinne. I was like, is London in the bath? <laughs> no, my husband bought a fish tank, and it. It's just awfully loud. I'm sorry. I wish I would have known. <laughs> no, it added good ambiance. I just needed to ask. Sabrina was picturing get... you at the bottom of the well. So yeah, it was it added to the spooky vibes. The, the bottom of the well. Of Perfect. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you for sharing that experience with us. That's, this was a great one to start with. Oh my gosh. So spooky. Yeah. So, thank so you. Sad. Of course. Of course. Thank you guys. I was so excited. Thank you, thank you, London. Thank you, London. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Well, this one was appropriate for winter time. I mean, I guess in, yeah. in uh, the Northern Hemisphere. It's always interesting when I, I follow a few influencers from like home decor influencers in Australia and they're like putting up all their Christmas ornaments and decor and it's like 80 degrees there. It's like Christmas in Florida. How great. Yeah. Well, I had the space heater on, so I still feel like it's Christmas because my apartment is yes. very cold. In, in uh, cold LA right now. Yeah. All right. Who's next? I just want to spend all day, every day doing this. I know. There's a lot of chatter about our last encounters episode where we read the email from the woman whose mom is an alien and we read the text out loud. That was, that's, yeah, that's a weird one. It really unsettled me because the answers were not what I was expecting, but I'm bringing um, Jessica up. Awesome. Okay. Amazing. To answer you, Chris, there's no theme for tonight, but we have a few themes planned in the future and we will let you know on social media and the week before on this, on Campfire Stories in preparation. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hello. Oh my God. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, I did not think I'd get through, so thank you for choosing me. (laughs) Jessica, is it also summer where you are? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm from Australia. <laughs> Are wow, you watching? I finally that I was just talking about Australia. Jessica, yeah, do yeah. you watch Love Island Australia? 
Yes, I do. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I just started binge watching the most recent season. Sabrina's obsession. Yes, it is. <laughs> she just went to a Love obsession. Island themed cruise. birthday party cruise. Yeah, so we all got the water bottles and matching Crocs. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's been quite rainy here the last couple couple days, so it's not too hot, which is good. Rain is great for spooky vibes and ghost stories. Oh, that's true. For sure. Gloomy days. I've been listen to you guys and in the rain it's perfect (laughs) i love it love it so we can't wait to hear your story yeah have you experienced anything paranormal so mine is quite short but it is a happy one um well i'd like to think it's from my my cat i saw her this was quite a while ago i was um at home by myself but mum and dad sorry mum was outside with my cat that um that we had at the time and I got up to go see where everyone was and the laundry door was closed and that's where we usually had um, my cat that was living at the time in there so I assumed that she uh, sorry he was in there so I opened it and I felt pressure on the door and I saw a silhouette of a cat and yeah i was just assumed it was the cat I had at that time. And I opened it and looked behind the door and there was nothing there. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. I'm back to say hello. Yeah. Oh. And um, later that day, I said to mom, oh, were you, was Misty inside at all? That was the, my cat at the time. And she's like, no, he was outside with me. I was like, okay, well, I think I just saw Nala. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so yeah. sweet. That's How long had, so had Nala been? passed away for uh, she was had been passed away for quite a few years so I was really surprised that she decided to come visit and mm-hmm. see how we were that's amazing wow that's yeah so it, it was really sweet yeah and mum was saying that one time she was laying in bed and she had our recent cat um laying on the bed with her and all of a sudden our dog that was outside started barking and um, my cat jumped up and ran off and she felt like this felt like paw prints walking on the bed up next to her. Uh, and um, she put her hand out and to like pat her to say hello. That's <laughs> yeah, so was, sweet. That is my dream haunting. Like if I were to ever experience anything else paranormal, it would be ghost cats. Yeah, that's right. And um, my cat that I was talking about that was alive at the time recently passed away. We had to, Oh. Put him, put him down, which was really, really hard. But I've just been, I've been waiting for him to come visit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want, so yeah, my first, always said the that. The first time when Nala, when you saw Nala, was there anything going on? Like, I'm trying to think of if she was so showing herself for a reason, like if something else was going on with like your pets or in your life, she, or if it was just a random passing by to I, say I, hello. I, yeah, I honestly think it was just a random passing by because I like this was quite a while ago, so but it's just stuck in my memory. But yeah, it was a long time ago that it happened, and I can't think of anything happening. Um, but yeah, it's just like she wanted just to check up on us and see how we were going. Oh, that's wow. so sweet. I'm very curious if if your other animals think that like Nala and any other pets who passed are still actively a part of the family like if yeah. you see them super frequently yeah I, I remember my um, cat that recently passed away was just always looking in the corner but I think animals tend to do that no, <laughs> yeah, always like looking true. at something that's not there <laughs> <laughs> 
but um I'd also like to say my mum listens to you guys as well I got her on to you guys and we are obsessed with you guys and um, every time every time we talk about you girls we always go oh I was listening to two girls my girls the other day <laughs> that is oh our gosh. favorite part. <laughs> I love it. All oh, the pyramid scheme yeah. is working. It's working. It. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, we love it. We listen yeah, to, we, to it together. That's so fun. Yeah, it's and I was telling mom about last week for that little that little kid that whispered it and Oh my gosh, oh, wasn't that was, the sweetest thing? Oh, I was like so happy when he said that it was so cute I know, it was so cute like i know 12 more hours after that we were like wow so glad yeah. we have this in, re- in a recording yeah i had like the biggest smile on my face <laughs> it was so cute oh well <laughs> you'll have to time. keep us updated and let us know if your cat that just passed away comes to visit yeah for sure i'm i'm waiting for him to come visit yeah. I, I do really miss him i hope so i hope he does <laughs> yeah I also love Layla. Oh, that's cutest. She's, she's every time now. Oh, every time she meows, I just no. <laughs> I know I was wishing Amazing. the other day that we had thought about Leia's interactions with the podcast ahead of time. And instead of there's so many parts where we do cut her out because she's very vocal. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I wish we no, had thought about it, it ahead of it. time and like had some blooper episode. Like a compilation. Just, yeah. Like yeah. 90 minutes of Leia, of us just being like, Leia! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny like there have been times where i'll start to, i'll start reading my story and she comes in and meows and then as i'm about to start again she'll meow again and it's just like three minutes of that yeah but right, it would be impossible to find bottle, it all the water yeah instead like get down Leia. no no wonder she's gained like three pounds in the last four years it's because i would feed her more during recordings Oh yeah, it's her trigger now. Fun. She's like, "Oh, Sabrina has a mic out. Let me just go scream <laughs> yeah. in the room until she beats me." Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me on here. It was tell, amazing. It's made my day. Made my tell life. your mom we say hello to you both. Oh, I definitely will. I can't <laughs> wait to go home and tell her. I'm currently and have at a work. great rest of your day because I'm assuming it's a lot <laughs> earlier in Australia right now. Yes, it is currently 11:30 in the morning. Wow. Oh, great. You've got so yeah. much, so much time. It's left December for you, isn't it? Yes. The next yes, it's happy December. December. Oh, rabbit, rabbit. Thank you. Happy December. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> Thank you so much. And have an awesome. Oh, oh. What's next? Let's see. I love all this chatter. People are super active. I know. There's yeah. like a whole other side group happening over there. People are making a group me after party ghost stories. Yeah. So cool. Have you ever remembered to say rabbit, rabbit in the morning on the first of a month? I've never even heard that as a thing. Wait, really? It's supposed to be good luck. The first thing you say when you wake up on the first. So tomorrow, December 1st, you're supposed to say rabbit, rabbit. What? Why? I don't know. It's just good luck. Does anyone know why? Can you tell us why? Yeah, I don't know. Wait, so many people have never heard this. What the heck? I've never in my life heard it. Sarah, maybe I was getting you up in middle school. Maybe Sarah knows. Sarah used to be our (laughs) moderator. Literally, everyone's like, never heard of that. Corinne just made it up. No, I swear it's a thing. Maybe I jumped timelines and it was from a different <laughs> different timeline. Sorry, guys. Oh, wait. One. Okay. Allie has heard of it. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Allie probably went to never school heard today. <laughs> Sarah, hi. You've never heard hi. of it either? No, I've never heard of that before. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> Corinne, you're unique. Corinne, you're special. You know things that other people don't. Well, just me and a couple other people here. But that's fine because one of the things we share together is the love of ghost stories. We all yes. do that. So, 
And for those of you who don't know, Sarah used to be our Facebook moderator for the last three and a half years. And so yeah. throw her, throw so her we, around we applause Sarah around a chat. lot. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I really missed doing it. But now that I work full time, it's really hard to do. <laughs> of course. You your makeup babies, is really cool in your picture. And you're Thank super you. haunted too. So there's a lot yeah. going on in your life. We totally understand. Also, Sarah, for those of you who were on our Facebook group, is the one who also posted the skeleton with a wig and TGOG merch on it. <laughs> She's still laying around here somewhere too, to be to be to be a McClavigal. Oh my gosh, I love it! I love it. It's so great. Um, so yeah, I wanted to tell you about. I kept meaning to write in about her at some point, but um, back like. Was it like two years ago that you did the original like oh, Aeonian yes. Spirit yes. episode? Yes, Your Haunted Doll. Yeah. I, like I know that I when I first got her, I would post in our like little group chat <laughs> occasionally about like what was going on with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she... So I adopted Bridget. Um, the Aeonian Spirits group was like not active at the time. Like they were on vacation or something. And at the time I was a stay-at-home mom um, and I just had my oldest daughter at the time. So it was like, you know, I'm home all the time. Um, I'm like a caring, nurturing person. And I was like, I feel like I could adopt, you know, somebody who I can care for and not have to feed. (laughs) (laughs) That is the benefit. (laughs) So I kind of like did my research and found an eBay account that um, had really good reviews and ended up adopting. Um, Bridget was my very first doll that I adopted. And she's been with me the longest. She's been with me for two years now. And um, I brought her home and like basically like the the person I bought her from has, I guess, some medium skills and kind of gave like a rundown of her background and that she was uh, about 17 or 18 when she passed away. Um, and she died in, in a mental asylum in, um, Colorado. And I kind of like was able to sort of like narrow down where it was and everything from sort of the research I did. And she was born in like, um, the fifties, I think, gosh, I say I'm a lot now. (laughs) Um, but so she, (laughs) um, so I kind of slowly like her, the seller that I bought her from said that she was very perceptive to the pendulum and I'd never used that before. And I'd never done like a Ouija board or anything before. So I just tried it. And like right away, she was super perceptive and would like start pulling it and answering questions for me. Wow. Um, so like I could feel it like change when I would answer, you know, when I would ask a different question, like you could feel it like almost like somebody was pulling it and sort of like changing it into a different direction and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, what I didn't realize at the time is pendulums are basically Ouija boards and you have to close yes. them out <laughs> just like you do with a Ouija board. And so I ended up having like, a lot of weird things happen without closing them out, without like laying down foundations. Like I only want to speak with Bridget. Nobody else is invited, stuff like that. I went mm-hmm. through a lot of pendulums and they would break on me randomly and what? I would end up with weird knots in them. Whoa. It was wild. <laughs> Like I would just wake up in the morning and they would just be like knotted chain out of the blue. Oh my that goodness. is very weird. As an so owner wild. of a pendulum and I used it one time to like basically ask if I was going to marry Nick Jonas and it said no. And, I <laughs> and I've never used it since. It has never knotted. It's never broken. It's never done anything weird. So that is super <laughs> strange that yours are just... Yeah. People in other groups had said like 
there, believe it or not, there are haunted doll support groups on Facebook because there's a Facebook group for everything. Of course. <laughs> they said that they thought it was like people passing by, like different spirits passing by that maybe felt like they were jealous of the, the communication that I have with Bridget. Mm-hmm. And so that they would, you know, kind of say like, hey, I would like to communicate too. And that was their, sort of their method of doing it. But Bridget was has always been awesome. Like I've always felt like this line of communication with her and like the second, the most prominent things that have happened with her um, that I'll tell you about just to kind of keep this shortish. Uh, the first, I think it was like night two that I had her home. I I wear a lot of like crystal bracelets that I need and I have them like sitting on a very high dresser that my cat can't reach. And I could hear like, I it was like starting to fall asleep. And then I heard like somebody was like picking them up and oh. like playing with all these like crystal bracelets. <laughs> Whoa. It's like lifting them up. And, and the person I bought her from did say in the notes that she likes jewelry and will sometimes take little shiny things and jewelry and stuff. So I thought that was kind of cool. But then the, the really big thing that happened, I think like the second night or the third night or so, I was starting to fall asleep and I was like pretty much asleep. And I sort of woke up to my arm, like sort of lifted up in the air at the elbow. (laughs) (laughs) And it surprised me. And I kind of like gasped and it felt like she dropped to my elbow (laughs) or dropped my arm. And, um, and then it was like this, like soothing energy, like almost like petting my head kind of oh like saying like, God. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like, it's okay. <laughs> and then I kind of just went back to sleep. But like, since then I'll, I'll feel her from time to time, especially like if I ask her if she's there, I'll just kind of feel her like touch my leg. Um, I'll just feel like it's like a cold kind of staticky pressure. Sometimes I'll kind of feel her like laying next to me. Um, I'm divorced now, so I'm home by myself and it's just me and my girls. So it's kind of nice to have her around and I've adopted a couple of other little girl spirits too. So it's just kind of like a happy place. Wow. I make sure I keep it, I keep everything sort of protected. I use a lot of crystals. I have black salt at all my doorways and entrances and I sage and smoke cleanse regularly and make sure that I'm clearly saying that nothing in negative is yeah. invited here. And then pendulum sessions, I've also learned to keep short too, because I think what it's like is like that scene in Hocus Pocus when they open the book up and this shot of light mm-hmm. comes out <laughs> and then like the witches can see it. I imagine it's yes. kind of like that. And then it just attracts oh, yeah, that's a good visual. stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I think every time like you're in a pendulum session, because she'll tell me like, I'll say, you know, and please tell me like start going counterclockwise or something if you need me to end this. And so she'll start going and I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) Do I need the end session? And she'll start going to yes. (laughs) Yeah. How do you close out pendulum? So I basically just say, um, okay, I'm ending the session. Thank you so much for your time. I don't want to communicate anymore. Goodbye. And I kind of just set it down and I'll often cleanse the the pendulum afterwards as well. That's smart. Yeah. Have your daughters ever interacted with the spirits of your dolls? Yeah. So when we got Bridget, she was from Utah originally. And um, it turns out you can answer a lot of questions with Pendulum with yes, no, or maybe. So we were able to really narrow down. I was really able to narrow down like the year that she was born and the month and year, month and date of her birthday and everything. And was able to kind of figure out that she was born in Utah, but she was, she moved to Colorado when she was younger. And then between that and like the description from the eBay thing and like kind of conferring with that and um, somebody else, another medium confirmed it with me when I was in a um, metaphysical shop and she saw her too. 
But um, basically, like she had gone to this this uh, mental asylum her mom had put her in, unfortunately, because there was like, I guess, jealousy issues. And um, so she it was I think back then you just kind of if you didn't want a child, you just kind of. Yeah, could yeah. those were yeah, those institutions were a catch all for a lot of people. Yeah, unfortunately. And so unfortunately, um, she died by the hands of one of the um, like caretakers there and was assaulted and strangled and so so when i walked in the metaphysical shop one time like the medium there was like i you know i can see her and i can see her she has her hand around her neck and she's showing me like her throat and everything so um i've never so happy that she's she's with you and your daughter you guys are such a welcoming loving warm family this is such a good spot for her to be yeah yeah so that's what we try to do like she had been landlocked so she'd never been to like the beach and when i when we got her i was in florida so we took her to the beach oh my god and we did, like, take her to the aquarium so and we got like santa pictures taken with her this is amazing <laughs> i want to see i'll share a picture with her in the group like we've, yeah. we've like made her part of the family like she had her own little stocking last year oh that's and, so like, sweet just, really try to like have her be part of the family we try to like say good morning to her and everything and wow. the other girls too and yeah so it's really how many how many spirits do you have and do they all get along because i feel like we've read stories where some someone who's collected doll spirits and they've clashed yeah so i have um five total um bridget and then uh, there were two that I found on my own just from kind of being a little bit more sensitive and trying to tune in. And I, well, I, I found the one and she seemed like she was kind of calling to me in a store. And so I took Bridget back and kind of was like, I don't know if I should get her. She was kind of on the fence, but my daughter really wanted her. Mm. And then Bridget kind of found another one there. And so apparently that one has kind of become like a best friend situation with her. It's like an 11 year old. So those two are kind of close. And then after the fact, I went back to that same seller and ordered two more that are younger ones. But then I kind of got the feeling that Bridget hadn't really expected that. And maybe was a little bit more jealous that I had added more with like, without asking. Right. So I try to just stick with what we've got now. I don't add any more. Yeah. Yeah. And I just try to talk to everybody when I'm home and say, you know, hi girls, I'm home. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> so, so this is beautiful. I mean, the, cause you know, when you think of haunted dolls, you naturally lean towards Chucky and Robert the doll and right. scary. <laughs> so I just love that these spirits are so I mean, truly in need of you and your family and just that you're giving them this happiness. It's really, really sweet. Yeah, it's only really awkward. The the childhoods that they wanted and then hopefully when they feel fulfilled enough, they'll feel empowered or at least have the ability to choose whether to stay or move on or do anything like that. I hope so. I mean, I I definitely don't want them to stay here if they don't want to. But I mean, I hope that they feel at least cared for, especially Bridget, because her mom really didn't care for her and didn't seem like she celebrated birthdays and stuff. So we try to like celebrate her birthday and get like a cupcake and stuff. I don't know as much about the other girls, but she's kind of like very special to us. And she was our first one. And she's so communicative with the pendulum. And I've also noticed if I have another friend here too, um, if we say that it's okay, then she'll pull from their energy as well when I do the pendulum. So it'll swing a lot harder and Ooh, you can oh, definitely wow. tell the difference. Cool. 
I'm very curious if we fast forward to the future, like what your daughter's college essay is going to look like. Yeah. Like it all started when my mom started adopting haunted dolls. <laughs> yeah, it makes it a little weird for dating. <laughs> How do like, I broach this topic? I have two that, like third date material. Yeah. And then a few non-living daughters. <laughs> Oh, yes, I do. Somebody asked if I have a speaker in the background. I'm sorry. I do have a baby monitor on. I just turned it off. Sorry. <laughs> it's, I, I hardly noticed it. I actually kind of like the ambiance and background noises of people's lives in this because I don't know. It adds to it. I mean, it's more authentic. It's, it's authentic. Yeah. It's like the true campfire stories. Yeah. You tell it around a campfire or you're on your friend's couch or you're at a sleepover or you're at dinner and you tell your ghost <laughs> stories. That's how it is. Amazing, Sarah. It was so great catching up with you. Yeah, you'll yeah, have to share your photos. You. Yes, I need to see the photos. What's I'll your Christmas card look tonight. like? Is it is your holiday card <laughs> you and your daughters and the dolls? Oh, I'm too much of a hot mess to do Christmas cards. But I think, I, <laughs> I mean, I definitely shared, like, I've I've shared pictures of her because we ha- we've had her so prominent in, like, Santa photos and everything. So yeah. it's just, like... Here's our porcelain doll and all these pictures. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. So my mom comes over and I'm just like, yeah, that's Bridget. My mom's like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Wow. This is the best. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you, Sarah. This is the best uh, case scenario for dolls. I know. I feel like I have doll story we've ever heard. It really is. I feel like I still have so many questions. Like, do the dolls ever appear? in random places in the house like do they ever move on their own is it toy story in her house oh yeah i don't know or if other objects just get moved around yeah i'm curious about how is it the same for all spirits like are they are they truly like inside of the doll manipulating only the doll or are they just kind of attached to it and so wherever the doll is this their spirit goes but it they can walk you know 200 feet from the doll or something are they just wandering around yeah, I don't know. I mean, I remember Aeonian spirits because they had sent us an email and they said that the reason spirits, especially of like children, attach themselves to dolls is it gives them like that childlike form again. Mm, yeah, but I don't know. It's fun to look at all those eBay listings and like Aeonian spirits were on Etsy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they have their own website and just all of those, all of those websites where you, specifically the ones that have people that that are a little bit more in tune and understand the spirit and what the doll's needs are. Yeah. Because then it's, it doesn't feel as scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like someone, it's not like walking on a trail in the woods and finding some doll. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there by itself. Yeah. Or like tied Mama. to a tree or something and you're like, Oh, they, someone did not want this walking out of these Take woods. Take me home. Take me home. I won't hurt you. I'll be your best friend. Very scary music. (laughs) All right. This is why I didn't have dolls. I had Mr. Piggy. (laughs) (laughs) He's my protector. Um, Okay. Patrick. Hi. Patrick. Thanks for picking me. Um, Yeah. So I have a story about a haunted house in my family. And actually, your podcast makes guest appearance at the end of the story. So I try to make it as condensed as possible. So um, a family member 
a little complicated. My half brother, it was his mom. So it was my dad's Mm -hmm. ex-wife. It was her house. And so she bought this house after her and my dad got divorced. And um, she, right off the bat, she didn't, she didn't know it was a haunted house, but um, uh, right off the bat, just weird stuff started happening. Um, so she, first of all, didn't remember touring the house. She just remembered like sort of going into this trance and knowing that she had to buy the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she bought it on the spot. And uh, it had a barn um, with it. She had uh, horses and uh, right away, weird things started happening. Um, Started hearing voices. Um, The um, uh, spirits, you know, were somewhat sentient. They would call her by her name. They would call my brother by his name and uh, things would disappear. You know, all the normal stuff. And over the years, it just started ramping up more and more where it got to be too much um, for her. So uh, anyway, in like the late 90s, she started researching what uh, what the history was with the land. And it turned out that uh, it had been, uh, the, the land had belonged to the Potawatomi uh, tribe. And that particular spot of land, when um, the Potawatomi tribe had been forced off of it by U.S. troops, uh, there had been a skirmish there and a large amount of Native American people died on the property. And then after that, um, there was a cabin there that a woman lived in and the cabin burned down with her inside of it. Uh, So there were a number of deaths and uh, Luann also found out that nobody, it was, Corinna made me think of your house because um, when Luann bought the place, it was only 12 years old, but Mm. four different families had lived there. Like nobody could really seem... To take it, except uh, Luann. That's a quick cycle through. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, in the late 90s, she had a um, uh, members of the Potawatomi tribe come in and they essentially performed an exorcism on the barn because that was where a lot of the activities seemed to take place. And there was this one corner in the hayloft where people would get sick and kind of the last straw for her was somebody like started having chest pains. in the spot and it was always very cold. And the uh, member of the Potawatomi tribe, who I guess you call him the shaman, he had said, yeah, there's something like big in here. Like there's like a lot, like there's, so he felt that there was some kind of vortex and then that he closed that off. And pretty much a lot of the paranormal activities stopped, at least in the barn, there would be little things. They would see apparitions in the house and there was an apparition of a soldier that would talk to Luann's mom and Luann thought her mom was just making it up or getting dementia. And then she saw the ghost. And wow. uh, so anyway, they also, um, just a couple more things that so they, she had taken EVPs. And so they got it translated from the old Potawatomi. And one of the questions that they asked on a ghost tour was, um, how did you die? And they heard this little girl's voice respond, but they couldn't you know, understand what he, she was saying. And uh, the members of the Potawatomi tribe, when they translated it, they said her response was the bad men came. So we think that was um, a member of the tribe talking about the U.S. troops coming and moving them off of um, the land. So that that is a very 
broad. Um, she lived in the house for 40 years and Luann, she sadly died in 2019. And when uh, we were cleaning out the house, I turned your podcast on because I was like, I'm going to see if like anybody responds and nobody <laughs> did. So that was like a little bit of a bummer. But then when I got home, I was going through all of her pictures and files on the house. And she had taught a ghost hunting course at a local school. It's like a continuing ed thing. And I was going through all the papers and I had it, everything laid out on the floor and I had my phone out on the floor and I had your podcast on. And as soon as I dropped like some of the pictures next to my phone, it just totally glitched out and like Ooh. the app crashed and everything um, listening to your podcast. So I feel like they like waited until I got home um, to scare me. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you uh, Luann's the whole reason I got into ghosts and I just, I know she would have loved your podcast um, and oh. I will listen to you both. Well, it sounds like the spirits loved her. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. And so I'm interested. Uh, I'm curious down the road, whatever happens with, um, cause somebody did buy the house. So we'll see mm. you know, how long they're there. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I really am curious about the trance going into the trance too, because yeah, you know, it, just, it, it makes me, my initial thought is that something bad, like something wants her in there, something should yeah. take her in and lure her in because if she were of sound conscious mind, she would decide not to live in that house. But then it sounds like the spirits that, that remain there after the portal, whatever vortex sort of thing was going on in the barn mm -hmm. are kind of good. You know, they're positive. They're just hanging yeah. out. Yeah, it seemed like she was. They were able to get the bad energy under control, but the the trance was the thing that always got her because it wasn't until there was like a bit of distance from it of like, oh, that was really not normal. <laughs> and she, right. uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I still don't know exactly what what caused that. Wow, wow. I also just can't get over how many spirits were there. No wonder people moved out right. so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, um, you know, they had a lot of Troy Taylor came in and did a ghost hunt and he said it was like one of the most haunted houses he had ever been in. Um, and yeah, it, it just tons of activity that like dozens of people saw. So it wasn't you know, things you could just write off as weird things with a house or somebody having an overactive imagination or something mm -hmm. like that. So when the spirits would talk to her and to other people in the house, do you know if it was was it like a two-way conversation or was it more just they people in the home would be able to hear their names or like random words or sentences? Yeah, people would, you know, hear their names uh, be called or see feel taps on the shoulder. There would be this apparition that appeared to be a U.S. soldier. Um, and he did say that his name was Daniel, but that was about all the only communication he made, but he would appear as a full apparition to both Luann and to her mom over the years that they lived in the house. So it seemed like he was just in the house and then there were spirits who were just in the barn. Mm. Mm. Wow. The the part where you said that if they weren't sure if, if the one relative, the older woman was experiencing any sort of like memory loss, dementia mm -hmm. or anything until seeing that spirit, it just reminded me of, a video I'd seen the other day where there was a, a nurse who was saying that one of the things that she and the rest of her team would do when prepping family members in the hospital for like their their loved one's passing was to let them know not to be scared that mm -hmm. their loved one will most likely start to see other relatives who've passed and start yeah. interacting with them. Wow. It's just a natural part of, of some people's like abilities, whether it's because you're a little looser 
or you're getting a little Mm -hmm. older or whatever it may be. Like sometimes you just tap into certain things and suddenly have these abilities to kind of have one foot in one side and one foot in the other. So I think that's really amazing. I'm glad that someone else saw Daniel and it was validated. Yeah, Yeah, totally. That's super interesting. I want to go to this house now. (laughs) No, I also really want to talk to the people who live there now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to know what's going on once they get settled in. So Should we send um, them like anonymous letters in the mail. I, I, I would be behind that. We, we, we <laughs> could make it happen for sure. For sure. Uh, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> no. I know about the ghosts in the house. This does make house shopping a little scarier, you know? If yeah. You're on a Zillow listing and you're like, this is fine. But you never know. You never know. Oh gosh. Well, thank you both so much. I really I did not think I was gonna get picked. So sorry if I was a little flustered in the beginning. <laughs> no, but um, it was great talking to you. Great story. Thank you oh, for thank sharing. You. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Take care. Thank you, you Patrick. Too. I think Patrick should have a podcast of his own because yeah, I was I was into that. I think on our road trip we should go visit that house. Yes. Add it on the stops on our lists. Yes, definitely. How is it already six? Every time you say that, I get so confused because for me, it's nine it's nine o'clock. And you're like, I'm ready for bed. Yes. <laughs> Serena, do you want to hop into the chat right now for a moment? Uh, catch yourself up on some TP and I will let everyone know what's going on in green room. Do you understand TP? What? Oh, oh my gosh. Patrol. <laughs> yes. Patrol patrol. You're Is being it- called upon. You're oh. the host, so you have to make some some decisions. I'm unable to. Who's the, who am I TPing? Just scroll up. How far up do I have to scroll? This is the thing. It goes so fast. I know. And everyone's like, TP, TP, TP. We might need a moderator for... I know. Because my dad's on, ago, on TP too. About, I got a text. TP. <laughs> who am I TPing? Someone, answer, someone tell me. Okay. I'll text you. Um, TP anyway, means Troll okay. Patrol. Troll Patrol. TP. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. This is literally so fun. I we have some themes planned in the in the near future, but if everyone wants to type into the chat right now, uh, potential themes for future episodes, I think we're going to try to do maybe like one every month or so, um, just because when we choose themes, it is more specific. And it means that some people that have ghost stories might not necessarily be able to come on stage because they don't have that specific thing uh, that's happening. So let us know. Ghost smells. Ooh, this one's a good one. Grandparent stories, haunted hotels. I'm going to screenshot this chat. This mm. is great. These are oh, good ghosts have. and tech. Yeah. We are going to do, we are going to do a theme in a couple of weeks where we're going to do more lighthearted, heartwarming stories for the holidays. Yes. So if um, you have, so yeah, you guys are guardian spirits, cats who come visit you, grandparents, people who look out for you, warm, touching experiences. Start thinking about your encounters, and we'll let you guys know exactly which week we're going to do yes. that in December. Yes. But until then, until then, we will. We will see you, see you on, on the, the other side. side. Very smooth.